Welcome to the Larry Kreider's Leadership Podcast. Larry is the author of over 40 books, the founder of Dove International, a worldwide family of churches and ministries in six continents, and has over 50 years of leadership experience. He and his guests will share inspirational leadership insights from their journey with God. These insights, gleaned from serving leaders in many nations, will transform your life and leadership. For more information on Larry's books and resources, visit LarryKreider.com. Welcome to the Larry Carter Leadership Podcast. With me in the studio today is my good friend, Merle Shank. Welcome, Merle. Yeah, thank you, Larry. It's good to be here. Well, Merle, this is going to be a different kind of podcast today. Usually, I'm interviewing people from different parts of the world and learning leadership principles, and we'll talk about leadership, but we're going to talk about something that you're very aware of, is in your heart and in my heart, and that's leadership succession, specifically from my role in leadership to your role in leadership. Are you ready for this? <laughs> I think so. Let's go for it. We'll jump in. All right. Well, first of all, I, I, and there's people who are involved now in listening to this podcast from more than 70 nations. So wow. I want to make sure that we understand, give a bit of background so everyone understands where we're coming from. Uh, I've had the privilege of pastoring a church called Dove Christian Fellowship in Pennsylvania, Lancaster County, back in 1980, started with 25 people, grew to a couple thousand people. That was about 15 years. That was a privilege, worked with amazing people, and learned a lot, you know, felt like quitting a few times, but God gave grace and went through that whole thing. And all this is written in a book called House to House. If you, you get this on the show notes, if you're interested in our story, it's called House to House. And then we became a movement of churches in 1996. And, you know, there was 11 churches. There was eight here locally and three overseas. And we were a movement of churches, a new movement. And I was asked to be the international director was the term. In fact, that term came from Floyd McClung, who's now with the Lord. Yeah. He recommended that, that, that term. Yeah. So we used the international director, had a whole, we called an apostolic council. And again, 11 churches and began to grow. And then, you know, uh, as we grew like till today, which is, you know, we're now in this like 26 years or so. Today, more than 1,200 churches in 25 nations, just God. I mean, all God, God's grace. You know yeah. that, and I know that. Amen, yeah. But six years ago, when Laverne and I were on a uh, sabbatical, we realized it's really time to start asking God, seeking God, the process. What's it look like to have a new international director? Who would that be? That was six years ago, and we started a whole process. We'll talk about some of that today. Yeah. And, of course, now it's known, as of last week, all over the world, that you will take my place as the mm -hmm. International Director of Dove International and Lord willing, two years from now. That's what we're playing for mm -hmm. and looking forward to this whole process. Yeah. Let's talk about the process. Let's, yeah, let's okay. do it. Talk to me about, you know, first of all, your call to this kind of leadership. Is this a surprise to you? What does that look like? And then we just dialogue together about principles, things we learned that are important. We want to help other people have, have healthy succession process and God by His grace has caused us to be really healthy, and we're very yeah. grateful. Merle, take off. What sure. do you think? Well, I think for me, you know, one of the things that really stands out to me as I look back uh, over my life, just even from like a young teenager, feeling called to ministry, feeling called to missions, right. feeling called to nations. And when I would hear messages about the apostolic, like something would come alive sure. in me, right? Like, and I just, I res that really resonated with me. And that led us, you know, into ministry and into missions and going to different nations and planting right. churches and being involved in different uh, church plants uh, here in the U.S. And then 
ultimately, we lived in South Africa for 11 years correct, and correct. planted churches there. Mm. And um, yeah, you know, we, we saw good times, we saw hard times, sure. uh, but the Lord has been faithful and he's led us through and he led us back to the U.S. And um, in that time frame... Uh, we this was in 2016. Right. You know, we felt like we were moving, uh, being sent back and being commissioned mm-hmm. by God to go back to the United States uh, as we were sent to South Africa. So, uh, for us, um, that's really you know the apostolic call that means to right. be sent, right? right. And so exactly. there's that sense, um, and you know, giving oversight to pastors in South Africa and uh, yeah, leading. You, I'll prepare you. Sure, right. Yeah, leading different schools. Like I love exactly. to see people equipped and empowered in ministry and love to see God at work. You know, exactly. that's you know, just personally things that are on yeah. my heart. I think I've always lived with a sense of call for leadership mm-hmm. and that, you know, through various prophetic words people gave to me, uh, through things that really resonated in my own heart, um, and just learning that journey with sure, the Lord, sure. I feel like um, those are things that, you know, would just constantly come up. And I felt like the Lord led me in growing my mm-hmm. leadership capability, and I'm still on that journey. You know, are like, we all? Yeah. You know, <laughs> uh, but, you know, there were certain things that I had to learn, and, and there was uh, certain hard things that I learned sure. through uh, different various times as well. But, um, yeah, so I think when... You know, feeling that sense of leading um, a movement in the kingdom of God is something I feel like has been inside of me for a long time. Uh, How it would manifest, how it would work out, all of those things, I had no idea. Um, And, you know, uh, and different prophetic words also aligned with that. So so when this whole thing started to transpire, it wasn't necessarily a surprise to me. right. It was more of a confirmation for sure. me that those things sure. that I was sensing was the Lord, sure. and and that He did have that uh, for me, and that He was um, He was orchestrating things behind the scenes, you know, long before I could even have thought. You know, I about, think a real strength, that. a real strength, and in, in what has happened in, in your life is that I never felt from you in this whole process. I've never, I mean, I met you; you're just a kid. You came right. with your, your older <laughs> brother Daryl to the youth revival meetings. You know, way back, your brother's back, the worship yeah. leader, and, yep. and you know, and then you know, and then caught up with you later. And when you're obviously in South Africa and, and mm-hmm. involved in church planning there, uh, but I never felt from you that somehow. You were the one that needs to do this. You never gave any inkling that this is something that, right. you know, you should. And that was very wise because some leaders, they have this call in their lives and they place pressure on other leaders to say, hey, it's about time you move on so I can take your place, you know. <laughs> but never, ever, ever felt that. I remember being in Uganda with you, I and mean, this is many years ago. I remember you, I mean, it was a huge step of faith for you to come and, and I don't know how you even got there. Right. You had almost no money. <laughs> right. You were selling, yep. in those days, yep. videotaped or cassette tapes or something just to make it work. I remember that. But I remember just the heart you had back there. I thought, wow. I remember back there thinking, could this be someone God would call to lead the movement in the beginning? Because I think a real leadership key here, first of all, understand, is that all of us, someday we'll face succession. Mm. So all of us, regardless of how old we are or how long we're involved in leadership or ministry, need to keep our eyes open and say, God, what are you saying? What's the timing of the Lord yeah. for this? Because we're all on that journey together. And so we've been thinking about this for a long time. Yeah. So Larry, take take us back to that 2016, I think it was, or yeah. six years ago when you said that you were on sabbatical and you yeah. and Laverne started to feel like this, right. you needed to 
highlight succession for yourself. Right. Talk us through that. Like, so I, I know like there's that. going to be leaders listening right. saying, well, I don't know. You know, they're yeah. going to be walking through questions like that. What was that like for you? Well, first of all, it's clear to us we didn't know when. We felt like within the next 10 years that it would probably happen. So, uh, so we were thinking 26, you know, that was back in 2016, right. but we didn't know. It looks like now it's going to be eight years, which is awesome, which is great. Uh, but so well, we simply heard from God on that, came back from sabbatical, and then, then we shared that with our international leadership team. I think it may have been September, November, whenever that year we met together and said, look, we're sensing this is going to happen. We want to start the process. We know mm-hmm. it's down the road. We don't know who it is, but we want to start this process now. We want to have a healthy process. Honestly, we looked around at the body of Christ and we've seen a lot of situations where it wasn't very healthy and mm-hmm. a lot of people got hurt and we're saying, God, by your grace, help us not to fall into a trap. But yeah. let's do this in a healthy way. So you brought that to your leadership team. We brought team, it to our leadership those team. Those who were committed to walking yeah. we, with I you. mean, I've read enough books on this to know how many stories of a senior leader of a church or a movement saying, you know, surprising everybody, including the successor, staying up in his pulpit and saying, <laughs> all right, next Sunday or next month, this is going to be my successor or whatever. And right. we just knew that we've, I've learned over the years, whenever you make decisions, you make it as a team. And even the guy may give the vision to an individual, often does, it's a team that makes it happen. And so I think it was a new, it wasn't a new thought to our team, but I think I, our team was willing. I mean, we got a great team. They're very willing to walk with us through that process. So the first thing we did then, after we met with the International Leadership Council, is we formed an advisory team to advise us on succession. So we right. asked Peter Button, who I had on this po- on a podcast, he has a PhD on that subject. Mm. We asked Rainer Britton, who's helped many, many organizations and churches and ministries walk through changes and su- successes, whatever, uh, as a consultant. We asked mm. Keith Yoder, who's been a real spiritual father of us for years. You know, people that we felt like really had wisdom. I asked the Ron Meyer, who's my assistant, international director, and of course, Laverne, my wife. Mm. I don't make any decisions without her. She's key in every decision we make. And we became that team on the side to start reading books and recommending books for Apostolic Council and just starting the process. They helped us, and I would really recommend that. You have a group, a person or persons, I'd say a group's better, that would be an advisory team. They didn't make the final decisions. That The decisions were made by the International Director, myself, and our International Council. Mm-hmm. But they were the ones, Merle, who were just helping us on this journey and are still helping us on the journey. Yeah. I think it's fair to note too, like Keith Yoder is one of the recognized spiritual advisors for Dove. So exactly. in that sense, for maybe those of you who don't know how Dove is structured, right. like there's accountability at every level. Yes. And the recognized spiritual advisors are the accountability for the international director. Exactly. And the International Apostolic Council. And they are entirely outside of Dove. Like they're not being paid by Dove. They're not uh, uh, in the sense that they're not, you know, salaried. There's no conflict of interest there. You know, there's a a group of people who are recognized spiritual advisors. That way there's Mm -hmm. accountability from every level, from a life group leader to regional leader to pastor to local pastors in the area to apostolic overseers, the whole way up for regions, nations, the whole way up to the International Apostolic Council and even the International Director. Right. Has an outside uh, accountability. There's people structure. who can farm me, you know. Right. So making, that's, I get weird, <laughs> and that's important. I've told leaders that all over the world, all the body of Christ, who can fire you? 
You know, right. is there a group of people? Otherwise, you have people in dictatorships, yeah. you know, rather than servant leaders who are willing to be accountable to others. You know, if you have those kind of people in your life, you probably won't need them. But when you yeah. don't have them, that's when you really need them. <laughs> so we, we all need that. So that was our yeah. process. So we started to meet then with our advisory team. And they started, again, recommending books to read. Uh, and there's times they would meet with our International Apostolic Council. And we weren't even talking about names yet. We were simply thinking about what mm. kind of person. I remember one, one day in one of our International Apostolic Council meetings in, I think it was 2017, we wrote down, what are we looking for? It's like 20 or 30 different things we're looking for in this new international director. What, you know, what, what, how they carry our values and, you know, on and on. And uh, it's amazing. We saw that same team pull that out a few weeks ago and looked at it, Merle. And he said, now, how does Merle line up with this? And you know something? You hit everyone. It was amazing. It was such a God thing. I mean, that was way back in, you know. <laughs> I way, didn't way, even way know about it. it. <laughs> yeah. So it's very, very cool. Yeah. So that was kind of the, the process. And then we, I started to meet individually after a couple of years with mm. individual members of our council. Say, is there somebody that you're seeing? Because I didn't think I should be saying, I see this person right now, because I was already sensing you could be the person. Mm. I was sensing it. And there were there others? Yeah, there were others. But I really felt like it's still that you were the one who carried the apostolic call. And I'm always, as a founder, I'm concerned about mission drift. Mm. And so mission, huge mission drift for me would be if we would ever drift away from the Bible's the word of God. We'd ever drift away from the importance of being filled with the Holy Spirit or walking the supernatural. You know, and we'd never walk away from making disciples, mm-hmm. you know, having strong families. I mean, all of we have these 12 values written all over our website and our books and whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and to me, it was very clear, you're the person that will not cause mission drift. And so, uh, and of course, we, Laverne and I walked so close together, we thought it'd be really good to be a husband and wife who could walk together. And you and your wife, Shree, obviously you walk together. You pass a Newport church today, and you mm-hmm. do that there, and you do that in a movement. So we kind of walked through that process, and your name kept coming up again and again and again. Yeah. yeah. So talk to me about more about what you have felt in this process. What has helped you in the process? Well, uh, I think you know, um, a surprise for me mm-hmm. has been, you know, so Dove is very big on spiritual parenting and having right. mentors very in big. your life. And, yeah. and a lot of my mentors are you and, and right. like uh, people like Brian Souter and Ron yeah. and like, sure. you know, there's, there's people who are on the International Apostolic Council who right. would speak into our life. Uh, one of the surprises actually for me, and this is, I think, is important for uh, everyone out there who's listening uh, who might be considering going through succession or might be the successor, yeah. is I realized like part of the way in through this process that like, oh my goodness, everybody that I count as a mentor in my life that's speaking <laughs> to my life is all involved. Like they're yeah. all involved, which is nice and good. Yeah. But also I felt like, oh man, like I've just lost all my objective sound <laughs> sounding boards, right? So I would use people as like a sounding board and sure. I process uh, verbally, you know, yeah. so I mean, I'm talking to people and like, or, you know, to my mentors and just sharing my heart and what I'm going through and my frustrations and venting yeah. and all of those kind of well, things. Well, you realize also these are people who will be on your team in the future. <laughs> that, right. <laughs> that, and they're people who are integrally involved in yes. this process. So, yeah. um, you know, I, I realize that, well, I have to be careful, you right. know, in how I process some of these right. things because this is not just somebody sitting there listening and giving feedback to me as like, 
some type of executive coach. Right. This is somebody that I'm going to have to live with, you know. Right. <laughs> and if I if I make them mad, <laughs> that could come back to bite me. <laughs> no. Um, so, but I, I do feel like you know that's something that um, you've set me free to really just kind of look for that Definitely. executive coach Definitely. or yeah. that mentor who people who's, outside the system, outside the relationships right. you have within the Devon International family. Yes. Right. Who can speak into me? Like right. they, you know, when they sit there and they talk to me, they can they can just kind of talk to me about me without having to be concerned about uh, the movement or how right, this is going right, to play out, you know, right. but just, and, and so I, I, I really appreciate that uh, you, Larry, in, in being open to that because some Very leaders open. wouldn't, you know, wouldn't do that, you know, because uh, obviously, you know, you know stuff in, inside, sure, you know, and sure. so. Um, but you've been very open and, and very, I just want to honor you uh, oh, thank for you. that. Um, yeah, and that's really and that's, important. That's a leadership principle, a really important leadership principle, to always have those outside voices you can speak into our lives who do not have vested interests. Right, you right. Know, they can speak into our lives, and they can speak into the future of where we're headed to go, you know, without thinking, how does this, how does this affect me? Right. And that's why we need this kind of person. And you and I have talked about different people that you know, you've met with, and mm-hmm. I, I feel fantastic. I mean... Yeah. The blessing of living in this region is there's so many leaders who are friends and there's such trust and deep trust, yeah. you know. And so I think that's a great principle and that's really important for others as they look through, think through the process. Yeah. So when we got to the place, Merle, where everybody was in agreement, we realized this is God. Like about a year ago, year and a half ago, we realized this is God. You're the one. You're the one that we believe is the one who's called. Mm-hmm. Uh, then, of course, we ask you, just get laying out this process for yeah. anybody listening. Yeah. And you and then you and Shri to take time to pray. And we had meetings and we met with our international council. We met with the mm-hmm. uh, the support team, the advisory team, just to walk through hard questions. You know, what could it look like? And, and uh, that was really important. Yeah, I, I think one of the things, too, like you guys had asked us to be on that international apostolic council a while ago. Yes. Uh, so... Like it wasn't a surprise to right. us that succession was being talked about, right? Because right. we were a part right. of that team that right. was talking about it. Yep. There was different people who would say, you know, different things that were like, you know, kind of allude to it. And, I, right. you know, there was some kind of preliminary discussions, kind of sure. I think maybe feeling out the waters yep. or whatever. Um, but, I, you know, there was ultimately uh, we weren't surprised that it was coming to us, you know, that that right. question was coming to us. And I think that was important for us just in who we are to not sure. be surprised about it. But um, yeah, so I, I feel like it was a really um, healthy process. One of my friends uh, who, when he when he heard about like the length of time the process is, he's like, that's the most dove thing I've ever heard. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, cause, yeah, as, you, as you mentioned, some people were like, next month, this right, person is taking right. over or whatever. Yeah. And it, it causes a whole We upheaval. believe God's the God of the process. And sometimes it takes a bit right. longer for some people. But we realize you make better decisions. We make sure everyone's on the same page. Right. God's, and everyone's in agreement. It might be the right decision, but the wrong timing. We want it to be the right timing. So it is a yeah. dove thing. <laughs> that person is right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and I, I mean, we really appreciate that. So now we're kind of in this process. It's just been announced. I mean, we, we yeah, a week ago. went through a whole process of how it was going to be announced. Yeah, let's like, talk about that. What, you know, what, what are people going to want to know? And we even came up with uh, frequently asked questions, kind of just trying to anticipate like what questions people would have. I mean, you've been uh, leading Dove International for 40 years, over 40 right. years, Larry. And That's so, right. you know, there's going to be a sense for some people of like mourning, 
for you. You know, when any leader kind of moves out of that primary leader role, there's always uh, people who respond that way. There's people who are going to respond with excitement for a new leader coming in. There's people who are going to feel the uncertainty of that, you know, uh, based on their life and their life experience of what succession or transitions in general or change in general looks like. And so we tried to say like, okay, let's sit down and come up with questions that people might be asking and try and answer them and get ready to to uh, roll this out in a way and Larry talk to us about the process of how we communicated to the Dove International family because we just didn't like all of a sudden drop a bomb or drop an email to everybody sure I'd love to talk to to us about that I'd love to and even right before I do that you know this whole thing as you said was a process so you know we had asked you are you willing to serve in this way and then after you've heard from God, said yes. Then we mm-hmm. went back to the whole International Apostolic Council and said, okay, Merle and Shree are willing to serve in this way. We, we've asked them, are you all in agreement? Because there's no turning back. We're making this decision together. And, of course, everyone was in agreement. And they were able to move ahead and start this process we're talking about right now, now the communication process. Right, right. And, again, we got more than I think it's, again, this is all online. You can go to the, to the show notes, 30-some questions and all that's on. I think, well, sorry, just a, a part of that before we go on. I think there's it's important um, there, in Dove International we have this principle where you ask up, you ask down, and right. you ask around. Right. So correct. Um, you know, as a team, as the International Apostolic Council, right. who we were a part of, like that would be asking around, right? Correct. A, a, of like a similar. Right. Sphere yep. of leadership. Yep. And then the recognition. We went to a recognized spiritual advisors and right. asked them, and, th- and there was agreement there. In fact, there one of the advisors said there. the first time they met you, they knew you were the one that's going to do, do this. Interesting. Right. Uh, and then we went down to the next level of leadership, and, which would be some regional leaders around the world. Again, we're a global movement mm-hmm. in 25 countries and got affirmation there. And yeah. uh, the way the way our handbook works, the way we said it, it has to be, you know, uh, what do you call it, general affirmation. But we had mm-hmm. affirmation. It was just great. Uh, so that's how we did that. And then we realized we're going to be sharing this with everybody and how will we do it. Right. right. And we're a relational movement. So I was encouraged, first of all, the first thing I was encouraged to do is take a week. And the first communication would be people that are long-term leaders in Dove mm-hmm. or people in the body of Christ who know us well, I should personally reach out to them and let them know that this is, not, it's, this is like early in January. Mm-hmm. And we said by mid-March, that's when everyone's going to know. So I said, look, th- this is confidential, but we've asked, I've asked Merle Shank to be my successor to take my place. Just yeah. wanted you to know that. And, there's, and we met with our staff, you know, individually. Mm-hmm. These are our staff, so our staff all knew. We wanted to honor those who really, you know, need to be in the know first. Yeah. Well, and also, I mean, I think it's 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 really good uh, to honor those who had that close relationship or that length of time of just walking with right. you, you know, right. where they're going to feel the honor. Right. Because sometimes, I, I know, even at like a local church level, you know, sometimes the people who've been there the longest find out things the last right and right. You know, the the older generation tends to find things out right. uh you know as the last group of people to kind of find out about new vision right and this is really to move in the opposite spirit of that right to say like hey we honor your longevity we right. honor the exactly. relationship and the faithfulness yep and, walking uh, together and so that's that was part of your process then, it was that's the first thing we did whoever you wanted to and then right. also some strategic. i made a list then there's a 40 or 50 people after i contacted them all some through text some through email mostly on the phone or one-on-one right you know and yeah. so I made a list so that 
when we went through our next level that everybody knew who knew who didn't know as far as the International Council. It said the International Council now, we're going to the next level. Apostolic leaders worldwide need to know next. That's yeah. what we decided. Mm-hmm. And because they're the ones overseeing pastors. Again, it, right. we're relational. And it's amazing how it worked. And we shared, and there were, there were no surprises, Merle. I mean, people were saying yes and amen. This is God, and we were in agreement. But it was just that personal connection, that personal contact. And then yeah. the next level was the pastors, or we call them lead elders worldwide, mm-hmm. making sure they knew. And our fivefold ministers are our key leaders. And then, of course, all of God's people. That was the middle of March, and then the whole world, and anybody yeah. that wants to know. But sure. we went through that process of unveiling what we believe God has said. And you know, it's been amazing. It's yeah. just been amazing. There's been such affirmation of you taking this role of leadership and of, of us stepping down at mm-hmm. our season of history and, and age and all. It's just been so right. It's been such a blessing. Well, and I, yeah, so, and just to highlight some of the reason why we did those different levels right. was people sometimes need to process, right? right? Sometimes people need to feedback or yes. they need to process verbally with somebody. And so we really followed our accountability structure yes. in Dev to say, like, well, um, you know, regional leaders, they're going to process with the International Apostolic Council. Right. So when they were informed, they were also told, hey, like, the inter- all the International Apostolic Council knows, the, re- yeah. the outside recognized advisors know. If you have any questions, you can ask anybody, exactly. any of any of them. Exactly. So, you know, so many times when something like this gets rolled out in an organization, there's kind of what I call gag orders, you know, like, don't <laughs> right. talk about it to anybody. Right, right. Well, that just makes people want to talk about it, yeah. <laughs> you know, but there's the, you know, so uh, the place of like, hey, here's a healthy way to process. If you have questions, the amazing thing about that, Larry, is that when you do that, most times you don't have, you know, people rarely even get contacted, you know, who, because exactly. who, they, they don't feel the pressure of, yeah. oh my goodness, what's really going on behind the scenes? Like there's this freedom of information, this freedom of process. Yeah. And so yeah. it, we did that at every level where then could, or the regional apostolic team uh, could then communicate to the lead elders. So the lead elders were finding out from people about your succession, right. uh, from people that gave them accountability and gave them oversight. And so uh, we tried to work that the whole way down through that people could process to the team that gives gives them accountability and oversight. I feel like that's really important. Yeah, I agree. Sometimes people miss that just in the whole change process mm-hmm. that people are emotional beings, right. and we need you know we need to provide people safe places to right. process in in yeah. a way that's healthy. One of the biggest shocks I have had is that I thought there'd be lots of questions. I thought people would be asking me loads of questions. I'm I'm going into different settings. Said, do you have any questions about this? People say, no, it's great. You know, (laughs) because they most of them said we already went through the fact questions. We went through the frequently asked questions, and they've had people already processing with them. So Mm -hmm. again, the kingdom of God is relational. It's relationship with Jesus, relationship with one another, and we can remember. You said it well. We're emotional beings, and we need to process things. From and so we get the information from the right person and mm-hmm. ask the right person the question. Now you're pastoring a local church, yeah. so you had this went in tandem. You had to right. do this in your local church at the same time. What was that like? Yeah, so uh, the same process, you know. So I'm going to continue to pastor that local church exactly. that I'm leading now, uh, even as I take on the role of international director. So um, that was important for people to find out because we didn't want people to find out from kind of outside 
of the local church, maybe right. from like a, a you know another church in the Dove network yeah. or Dove family, you know, finding you know that that information got back to them or on Facebook or some other place. right, <laughs> and then they feel like oh my goodness we're losing our pastor like right. all of that kind of emotion. So we wanted to uh, walk through that process. So in the same way, when the apostolic regional leaders were learning about this and discussing this we started to talk to anyone who was close to me or right. anyone who had right. longevity in our church. You were doing the same thing in the local the level that thing. I did on the global level. Yep, yep, same thing. And now for, you know, a difference here is that on the international level, uh, people might be used to seeing you maybe once or twice a year. Right. Where for me, every as week. a local pastor, <laughs> right, they're used to seeing me every week. Uh, right. It doesn't mean I'm preaching every week, but... Right. You know, I'm I'm just there, right? Exactly. So, uh, in that sense, I felt a little more obligated to have one-on-ones, face-to-face conversations with people, yeah. just you know, so they could read my body language, right. so they could hear the tone of my voice, right. so, you know, and and then um, also with people I felt were free to do it with. I I'd made a lot of phone calls as well, just to kind of walk through that process. But we went through the same thing, like all the elders knew. And uh, then people who were close to me or longevity in the church, you know, said, hey, this is going to be happening. Please don't share it around. But if you want to talk about it, all the elders know you can ask me or ask any one of the elders any of the questions uh, that you might have. And then, uh, you know, the next level of life group leaders and department heads or ministry heads in Newport Church, like went and informed all of them and said, hey, like these uh, you know, these are the the next step, the next people yeah. who know. And then uh, just honestly, I went and had like, I don't know, uh, 140 conversations with couples, <laughs> you know, I think the last week or two before it was going to be public, I was like, I want everybody that I can get in contact with. And I'm sorry if I missed you, if you hear this podcast, sure. but like, you know, my goal was to try and touch as many people, as many Very couples. Wise. And so, you know, whether I was talking to the whole family uh on the phone or in uh, conversation, my goal was to get to as many people as possible sure. that they could hear it from me. Yeah, I want to emphasize again the importance of having the outside group speaking into us who helped us on this journey. You know, this uh, you know the, the, the team. There's five on the team. The the advisors to the International Council on the succession process, mm-hmm. and that helped us with so many of these things we're talking about. Helped us set up this kind of a protocol that works so well. Now, one of the questions that people do ask every once in a while, Merle, they say, "Merle, is he able to pastor a local church and be the international director at the same time?" What do you tell people who tell you that <laughs> or ask you that? I, well, I think that's a very valid question, and I've asked myself that question. Um, really. I, I went away and just took some time to pray. And um, I really had an encounter with the Lord. So, and I, I felt like in that encounter, yeah. uh, God just flat out told me, because I was really wrestling with that. Like, sure. is this possible? Like, right. like when you were leading the local church and right. transitioning into a movement, you know, there was 11 churches. Now there's over right. 1,200, right? right? And and we have wonderful people in structures and in Many place. Many levels you know, that of that was like Totally different yeah. than it was back right. then. But, um, you know, I really just felt like I really encountered God uh, mm-hmm. the one morning as I woke up. I, The Lord really just made it clear in my spirit that uh, for this season of my life, that my purpose for this season right. is to lead Dove International and to grow Newport Church. Amen. And so for me, that was like, okay, well, it's going to be possible. There's grace to do it. There's That's an right. portion of ability and empowerment from the Lord to be able to accomplish this. And um, just yeah, so I, I want to circle back to something, Larry, sure. because um, 
there's something that was also happening that kind of helped people know about mm. me uh, before they ever, before, you know, succession was ever brought up. And that was like, you started to use, use me or ask me to serve in uh, various so, places that were kind of like high profile. Right, public forums, yes. Yeah, so, you know, whether it was hosting a major conference or right. being a part of different things. Right. And and I'm sure that you had, you know, I, the I intentionality did, behind there, that. There was a reason for that, because <laughs> right. I thought like if people would hear your heart, they feel like you were the one, if they would really hear your heart, that'd make a huge difference. You're not some stranger passing a church somewhere in the Dove family. But you've got the heart of Dove International. They would hear that as yeah. you minister in that way. And so many people that I've talked to, uh, they come back and say, oh, when I saw you do that, like, I knew. You know, like, <laughs> like that was just come up over and over and over yeah. again. And I th- But that was not by chance. Like, that was something that you felt right. led to do and, and, the, and that you did intentionally yeah. in that um, as well. So that was part of, you know, part and Part and parcel of kind of exactly. where, how we got here. You know, Merle, the other thing that I, looking back, I realized is, you know, we were going to, at our big conference coming up, you know, at Sandy oh, yeah. Cove Conference Center, we were going to make the big announcement. You know, yeah. Merle's going to be the new international director. And we realized we don't want to surprise people. We don't want this whole conference to be about that. Right. So that's what we decided. We're going to we're going to piecemeal this out right. months before that. So we come together and say, yes and amen. This is something God's doing. We'll yeah. take a little time and share about it. It'll be a short time. And because we're in process over these next couple of years, and this is going to become a reality. So that, I yeah. think that was helpful also. And our, yeah, our goal with, what, with that was that there would be no surprises. Exactly. That it wouldn't be this big shock and awe right. moment, right? Right. Um, and I, I, sometimes I think people, uh, you know, want to gravitate to a shock and awe moment, you know? <laughs> like, um, but I think that just kind of breeds instability sometimes. So we wanted to be as stable as possible with this whole process. Now tell us, Merle, what else else did we do over these last months that you feel like this was really helpful in this process? Well, yeah, Larry, I think- Even the last couple of years. Sure. Uh, I mean, part of this was my my wife loves to research, right? And she found a lot of resources out there Kind of online. Uh, obviously, this is the baby boomers are now in this time. Like That's right. Handing off, you That's know. Right. And there's a lot of talk of succession, books being written, and, and podcasts being. She uh, found a lot produced. of stuff, but one thing she found was amazing. Go ahead and tell us about yeah, the, four the piece. Yeah, so that was uh, Patrick Lencioni's. Yeah, amazing. Um, Walking through transitions, I, I forget what yeah, the title is. The neutral a podcast. Zone, yeah, the neutral zone, and, and we'll put this all in the show notes. Yeah, and so he, anybody can pick it up. He talks about four P's: so the the plan, the process, the picture, and the part, and how everybody needs to know those four P's, and how yeah. it's it's our job as leaders to help communicate those four P's, and then the the two C's, which is care and concern. Yeah, that when people talk to you, they need to hear that you care. And that you're concerned right, about what right. they're about what they care about and what they're concerned. Yeah. So that was part of you know that was all form and 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 helped to form kind of this whole process we've been on. Um, partly as well, you know, there's a couple good books out there like Next and right. those uh, those books that are out there. I think one of the things that we also looked at um, that Sheree found was the Vineyard website and how they yeah, kind of used, exactly. you know, that that wasn't so much informing us about the process, but just like how to communicate right. this on right. like a web space. So, yeah. I, you know, just different things like that. There's a lot of uh, good resources out there in the body of Christ. Yeah. Back know. to those four P's. I think it. I think it's the purpose. Why are we doing this? Mm-hmm. And I think it's the first P. 
if I can remember this all. Yeah. And then the picture, draw a picture, what will it look like when it's all when, when it's all finished? Yeah. And then the third piece was a plan. How are we going to roll this out? And we came up with all kinds of plans we're working through right now over the next two years. Right. And then the part. Everybody has a part to play. Everyone has a part Everyone's to play. Everyone's going to pray. Everyone's going to speak well of what God's doing here. Yeah. Everyone's going to be communicating properly. So we all have a part to play in this whole process. Yeah, because we're, I mean, especially in Dove, we're a relational family of churches. So everyone has a part, whether, you know, someone is on another side of the world from right. where we're actually physically sitting there's a part to play and there's a part that people can pray through intercede intercession yes. Yes. you know the devil loves to kind of try and throw wrenches in things and so everyone is a part of this succession mm-hmm. process we're going to need to do is come back in maybe six months, you know, after we've been through more of this, right. or yeah. maybe eight months or a year. <laughs> so again, what do we learn now? You know, what's transpired now? Again, we have all kind of teams working behind the scenes, making sure you're properly prepared. Our goal for Laverne and I is to decrease so you and Sheree can increase, obviously, and mm-hmm. you'll be taking steps of leadership over these next two years. So in two years from now, you'll be leading the whole movement, and we will step off the International Apostolic Council. We'll step off the team. We'll still be here for you and Sheree. Yeah. You know, obviously, uh, but we're going to step off the team. And you'll also, you know, what this is one thing, Larry, that we talked about. Sorry to kind of prolong this here, but, you know, like you were the father that God used to birth the Dove International Movement. And, you you know, like in a family, fathers don't change, right? Right. And so, like, you will always be that founder. You'll always be Mm -hmm. that spiritual father to so many in the Dove International family. And that's our heart. You just won't necessarily be standing in that uh, international director role. Right. And so, you know, that's really what we're stepping into. So right. you're still present. You're still right. engaged. You know, you're still pouring into people. Yeah. You're pouring into us, yep. uh, Shereen and I, as well as many other leaders uh, right. in the body of Christ. And and that's one thing, too, that, um, you know, I, I I don't know if you feel excited for it yet, but I feel excited for I your next season. I, I really right, am. Where I really feel like you're going to be... A huge resource. Not that you aren't now, right? Uh, but you you continue to be a huge resource for the body of Christ in your name. So right now, your name is kind of synonymous and connected to the Dove International family, right? And that's healthy. That's good. But you know, as as you step out of this role, like the next season, I feel like there's other movements that are going mm-hmm. to start to tap you right. uh, in a greater way of saying, "Hey, come sure. and speak to us. Come right. and speak to our leadership team." Help us walk through this process. And I feel like, I, I know you do a lot of that already, but I feel like that's only going to increase. And, exactly. And the reach of God through you is going to increase. Well, one of the things Keith Yoda, one of our advisors, said to me way back in the beginning of this process, he said, Larry and Laverne, you need to find out who you are without Dove. Mm. What do you carry? What, what is it? What is your vision? What is God going to use you for in the future when you're no longer leading this movement? Yeah. And we prayed about that and come up with two things. We realized we are simply spiritual fathers and mothers, especially to leaders in the body of Christ, Dove family and beyond. That's who we are. And that doesn't change. Yeah. And then number two, you know, we are called, have been called and will continue to be called to help provide resource, <laughs> whether that's books or podcasts or whatever it is, yeah. to the body of Christ. And so we're, we're excited about that. And we will continue to do that and be there to cheer you on. I mean, our goal is this will be an Elijah, Elisha moment yeah. where there's double portion. And you guys will take the Dove family far ahead of any place we could ever go. We are so convinced that God gave us grace for the generations that have come up to now. 
42 years or whatever it is. But, you know, this is shifting. And now that you will have the grace, take us the next season, the next generation. Yeah. And we're very excited about it. Yeah. And so, I mean, it's it's been a good journey, too, to see even like this podcast develop. You right. know, like, like this is all part and parcel of the future seasons for you and right. for, you know, uh, Dove International Sewing into your future season. So yeah. we're excited. Uh, we're excited for that, Larry. I think, well, I am I think too, your best days are yet ahead. Yeah, and so we're cheering you on. You're cheering, cheering yes, us on, and 100%. it's great. And anybody, if you want to know more about the Devon National family or a story, House to House, and there's another book, uh, Our Journey with God, the Devon National Story. It would also, it's on the show notes. You can check that out and uh, know more about what God is, how God led us to this point right now. Any closing thoughts? I think we're going to have to wait till the next <laughs> the next session. I think we'll we'll probably have to come back with three, maybe three or four more podcasts. So. And, and, we'll and then when that. we did it, when we get all that in, I think we'll have to write a book. <laughs> anyway. So anyway, God's been so good in this whole process. And uh, and so, again, this is the Larry Credit Leadership Podcast. Learn those small things and make a huge difference in your life and the lives of those whom you serve. And check out the show notes again. And uh, we're all, we'll be back again doing more of this in the future as we look more at what has God done through this succession process. So God bless you all, and we look forward to connecting with you again real soon. Thank you for listening to Larry Kreider's Leadership Podcast. If you want more information about any of Larry's books, daily devotionals, small group resources, or any other teachings, go to LarryKreider.com. 